either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. Watch your head, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. I am your host, Georgia, and as always, you can catch me at just underscore Georgia on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also check out the pod at Just The Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram. I'm actually quite happy that I sound chirpy, because honestly, guys, half an hour ago, I was really miserable, so this is good. Um... As always, don't forget to hashtag JTT pod. I feel like you guys aren't doing that as much and it's kind of upsetting. So hashtag JTT pod. Any questions or I guess dilemmas or just anything, if you just want to have a chat, you can email me at askthetip at gmail.com. And yes, we're back with a new guest. I'm going to let my guest introduce herself because I don't always know how people want to be introduced. So this is why I'm just like, introduce yourself. I mean... Damn, okay. <laughs> I've never had to introduce myself before. Don't yeah, me. like just. I'm, I'm Mel. Mel? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> yeah. I'm just Mel. I'm, I'm trying to think about when, like, me and you originally met. We're plant friends. That's how that's how we met yeah, over I f- COVID. I feel like it was b- before plant stuff, though. No, I, I remember because I was stalking you for a little bit because I was like, damn, this girl's got this plant. Like, look how. Anyway. So, wait. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we met over Twitter, over COVID. And I remember being like so happy that there was someone else that was interested in plants. And I was like... Did you send me a voice note on, on Instagram? I, I'm thinking about... Oh, else. yeah, that was after though. That was after. A drunk one? Uh, no. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah okay. A little bit drunk. <laughs> about having a, a very good time. Yes! Yeah. Okay, I was like, okay, okay, I okay, okay, yeah, right, right, okay, cool. So, so originally, plants, yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that as well. But I think someone else sent me a voice note. Um, Someone else sent me a drunk voice note. To be fair, I actually get quite a lot of drunk voice notes on, on Instagram. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it's great. Um, But it's more in, in relation to the podcast. Like, someone's mm. like... I've just got the courage right now because I'm drunk and I just yeah, want to say I think you're amazing. And I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, you're the best. Sometimes you need as well, I think, like as someone who sends those types of voice notes. Yeah. I think it's good sometimes just to send it to like almost a third party that like isn't like your best friend and understands that maybe the guy that you did dirty with yeah. is not like probably ideal. Like sometimes yeah. you just want to say like, you know, I got yeah. some good dick and it was like, yeah. it was a good time. Good. Do you know good. what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I, I don't think... I'm not a drunk voice noter. Mm. I'm a drunk caller. Oh, okay. And I leave a drunk voicemail. <laughs> That's my thing. So <laughs> if I call someone when I'm off my face mm. and they don't answer, I, just, I, I leave the most ridiculous voicemails. It's like, I'm calling you. <laughs> you know, answer the phone, answer the phone, come back. Pick oh, up and come no. back. Um, Do you have any long ones that you know that like, have been like a good 10 minutes? Nah, 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 nah. Okay, no. good. Like, I don't go off. I just yeah. chat a lot of shit, <laughs> but in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then usually the, the following morning, I then get a call like, what the fuck was that? And I'm just like, mm, <laughs> alcohol. I don't know. Oh, shit. But yeah, okay, let's <clears throat> do some icebreakers. Yeah. I'm going to grab some more wine. Go ahead. So, 
The first one. How nervous are you on a scale of one to ten? Oh, geez. <laughs> you know what? I had um, I had some coaching this morning. Yeah. Um, it's kind of my own version of therapy at the moment. Yeah. And we went through like a couple of little exercises and like just a little talk about today because I was like extremely, extremely nervous. Really? Anxiety is like not my friend. Yeah. But you know what? On my way here, I was good, you know? Yeah. You know, I was playing sick. some good music and like just vibing and like, yeah. Yeah. I've always like, regardless of whether there's a microphone in my face or not, I've always wanted to sit and gossip with you for so long we're just at a coffee shop this is honestly whatever my ego right this is fantastic (laughs) for my ego no honestly this is good for real for real okay all right drink and then i'll ask Mm -hmm. you your second one um right second icebreaker what's the freakiest thing you've ever done (sighs) that's such a subjective question and i know you know that (laughs) it's hard I mean, (sighs) okay. Can I give an example of like the freakiest shit that I've known someone to do? And that's kind of what I base as the most freaky. Yeah, but is it what? No, I was not involved, but like, I. No, so then that's not (sighs) the. That's not the question. I was trying to steer away from me. (laughs) What's the freakiest thing you've done? I'll say mine is. Yeah, do you mind giving as well? Okay, so yeah, that's cool. I don't know if 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 this is freaky exactly. That's why, but I think people might find it interesting because I was thinking about it the other day. So, uh, an ex. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. There was an ex, and we went away for the weekend, and we were like very very sexual. We had amazing fucking sex. Mm -hmm. I was very pissed with that relationship broke down because we had amazing Them sex honestly know. i was just like how could you be so selfish how can you leave and take a dick with you selfish piece of shit um yeah and so um there's yeah so we was in a hotel and like mm-hmm. you know just when you're in like a hotel that the sex is just a bit wild anyway yeah but um it feels like you're not in the uk yeah <laughs> or in said country. like like i generally feel like i can just be bad it's like it's fine i'm not gonna see any, any of these people again i don't care if i fuck up this bed i don't live it it's fine and um i think prior to that trip we had been i think i had gone shopping and i had bought like loads of weird colored like lipsticks which for me at the time was a big deal because i didn't wear lipstick okay. and so i bought a black one and a pink one this i remember exactly okay. anyway we was in the hotel getting very turned on i think we'd, we'd been drinking and we were both putting on lipstick oh okay which as a guy mm. that's that's not something that most yeah most men would would do that i like mm-hmm. heterosexual anyway um but he fucking loved it and like we took mad kinky pictures as well both of us in lipstick i think i had on I think I had on the black lipstick and he might have had on the pink. And when I said it was bright pink and we were just there, like just having crazy sex with this lipstick wow. on. It was very like, um, suicide squaddish, like oh, okay. just, just, just mad. But it was very, so, like, cinematic yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was, it was very like, yeah, but it was so freaky and just, and, and kinky. And mm. I think what I enjoyed was the fact that he didn't feel a way about putting on the lipstick. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't challenge his like manhood or mm. his like masculinity. 
we just it was, yeah it was, it was kinky like yeah it was, it was good so yeah so that's my one damn okay um i'm gonna keep hitting my head i apologize <clears throat> um okay so I, i'm i'm going based off kind of a similar experience um where i was at a guy's house mm-hmm. it was a free uh he lived alone and I think it was just freaky in the sense of like how much we did not care yeah. about our surroundings, very similar to you in the hotel. And like when I tell you we were playing like porn on the projector, like but like the windows not the windows, sorry, the curtains were open, were open. like basically fucking everywhere. Oh. But like with no sense of like care about anyone that might see. Like yeah. there was definitely I think the reason I'm calling it freaky is because I feel like I those are like one of my occasions where I feel like my the exhibitious exhibitionist, sorry, yeah. in me was like mm, was out. I think you kind of like that, yeah, you know? like for real. And then, because originally I was gonna say like there was like one other occasion where I was at a, a guy's place and like he left his door open. This was a he lived in a shared flat, mm-hmm. and I was saying like your flatmates are gonna. There was like one other guy in the house. He was like your flatmate might see. And he was like, oh, no, don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, actually, I, I'm not worried about that. And, like, I kind of wanted to be cool. And I was like, damn, who is... Like, it, See, you know like what? Old yeah. ego was yeah. coming outside yeah. of me. And I was like, I almost wanted to, yeah. like... We were just making off, like making out while he was undressing me, but the door was open. And yeah. I was like, I kind of, like, wish that, that, was that someone <laughs> would watch. Yeah, you know what, right? Oh. Like, I think when you clock that you're a bit of an exhibitionist... Mm-hmm. And that alter ego does come out. You're yeah. a bit like, yo, who am I? Like, I, I, I do kind of want someone to like catch me having sex and and just watch. Yeah. But then I also want to clock that they're there and and just yes. be like, okay, cool. This is the thing. I think it's like it's a bit of fear that like the person, um, what do they call them? The voyeur. That's what. They're yeah. yeah. The person who's watching, like that, they're, they're not on. I'm always worried that they're not going to be on that same wavelength yeah. of just being like a good observant. Like, yeah, like, like you don't have to get involved. Just yeah, don't, yeah, 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 do yeah. and don't make it weird either. But yeah. it's like yapping and opening your yeah. mouth. <laughs> like you don't want that. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I like that. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, like literally sit there and, and be quiet. Like if 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 you have to wank, okay, cool, mm. that's fine. But yeah. but don't like insert yourself in any mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Right. Because <laughs> next icebreaker. Um, how do you identify? How do I identify? Yeah, like sexually. Oh, sexually. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty straight, lightish one. I don't say. I don't say. The reason I haven't, I wouldn't go by by identifying myself as bisexual because yeah. i haven't done everything with a woman mm-hmm. but when i tell you like the urge and like the want to do it yeah and like the persistence to try yeah so you're more like <sighs> bi curious yeah i would say bi curious although I, like i feel like people are funny with that term for some reason really yeah at least i don't know maybe just from what i see online and whatnot yeah. i feel like being i don't know being curious or something like just that word i feel like it's offending someone or potentially ha- could offend okay i see bisexual what, community etc etc et so like i in my head i haven't had sex with a woman so by that 
even though I've done other things with women. Like? Um... <sighs> <laughs> She's like, oh God. Um, No, so I've been fingered by a woman. Love that. Um, And just intense, like heavy making out, a lot of like. Heavy petting. Heavy petting, a lot of like. She'd be sucking my breasts and stuff like that, and like, Mm. which is so lit. But then. When it comes to the interaction of like toys or being eaten out and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's really frustrating for me because I feel like it's very different, at least being on like dating websites and whatnot, um, talking to girls and it is talking to guys. Yeah. Like I find it so difficult because and then I think the reason is, is because like we're so used to like um, playing almost a submissive role. Yeah. As women. The guys normally messaging you yeah. first, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas when you talk to a woman, equal grounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which, you know what? I, <clears throat> what I found when I've tried to speak to women online is I don't like it. Mm, okay. Because, yeah, because like I don't know what, what role yep. to play. Yep. I completely agree with you. And <clears throat> it is true because I've always had met, well, not always, but I've, I've had more men approach me than the other way around. And as much as I don't have an issue with approaching men or women, and I think I've said this before, that the issue that I've had is I can't always gauge with a woman what she's on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know if you're trying to be my friend. <laughs> trying to fuck. Because <laughs> so I need, like, I need mm. a, a very clear indication. Mm. And I think what I've found with the women that I've spoken to is that they then play the like submissive role. Yep. And then I've got to do like yes. that digging I'm, and like the yes, constant real. messaging and blah, blah. And then I get very irritated. I'm mm. like, this is long. Yes. And then and I'm just like, guy well, I was just like, <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for men because like I, there's honestly been times where I'm like messaging a girl and I'm messaging and messaging mm-hmm. and then I get that. Oh, I'm so sorry, babe. I fell asleep and I'm thinking I'm, I'm a woman. Oh, you can't, you can't do that yeah. to me. We know, we know that we yeah. know the tactics. We do them ourselves. Like, exactly. <laughs> and then I'll like, mm-hmm. I message my friend and be like, bro, I, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Women are long. And he's like, see, this is what I'm trying to tell it's you. Hard. Like, I thought, I thought I won. Um, cause I had, I didn't realize on hinge you can, Ad- advertise fucking hell um wrong word there um you can put couples on there or couples can go on there um i think i'm unless they do it as a single <clears throat> excuse me as a single profile yes yeah, so i, I show, think like, that's what i've couple. seen in the past i'm mm. not on hinge right now because i'm, I'm just not <laughs> have some wine um but yeah i yeah, sorry, I, go I got matched with a couple and oh. i was like this is lit this is my way in like i'll be able to essentially have the best of both mm-hmm. you know um and i didn't mind playing a dominant role in that because I, I wasn't sure who was answering to me whether it was the guy or the girl oh, wow. so that was also a little bit difficult but i was just like basically saying like you know i'm kind of down mm-hmm. um never had a proper threesome experience yeah i say proper in asterisks but um i thought this would be good i'm the third i'm the stranger yeah so that's cool with me yeah um I will never see you guys again probably and like vice versa and that's sick but they were so long it was so so long and i was trying to like f- i said like i'm chill with whatever like if you want to meet because they were giving suggestions about wanting to meet which is also another code word like as in beforehand or just yeah as in like just to kind of meet as friends okay 
yeah, kind of strange. But I, I assumed I was like, maybe you're just saying that because like most situations you say you're going to hang out. Yeah. And like, then, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. But then like, it's just like getting longer and longer and longer. By the end of it, I was like, for fuck's sake, yeah, this is long. the mission continues. Like, and, for real. and I think also, I hate messaging. Mm. Like, we're voice night queens, aren't we? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so I can like message up to a point, but yeah. when it's just constant back and forth, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm bored of this now. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing happening. And then you kind of fall into this like, cycle of hey han how's your day going yeah good thanks how's yours yeah good thanks then like (laughs) guys (laughs) i'm sorry that we can be like this um we personally get it because women can be very long um it's kind of hard though because like first impressions like mean so much i know i remember like looking at a guy recently and even before i just took a second because i'm trying to be a little bit more um not slow, but I'll take my time for a second before matching people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, actually, sometimes read what they have to say rather than just go by Just by their pictures. Sometimes they be just... An odd boomerang. Yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> Men, I'm sorry, yeah. Men do the worst boomerangs because they move the phone so quick. So the boomerang can't even properly boomerang. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's like a shoe or they're in yep. the car yep. or they're in the gym and it's like tsh, tsh, and I'm yep. just like bro like how am I meant to see <laughs> what you're working with like <sighs> I've said this before right mm. but sometimes I find it so hard to show my friends who I'm crushing on because they take such shit pictures <laughs> and I'm like how am I meant to gas you up to people isn't it bad that like within within the sentence of showing someone who you're talking to you have to say they look better in real yeah life. I'm just like they look better in real yeah, life yeah like, like, like yeah yeah like this was just yeah a, this is a this is a really <laughs> awful picture yeah it's, like it's, allow it's, him yeah, it's, it's fine but honestly in person <laughs> he looks lit like I shouldn't have to give people a, I know. a disclaimer and be like oh before you have a look at him just know that he looks yeah. better in person. He just doesn't know how to take good pictures and I'm going to teach him. I've literally said to my girls, I'm like, don't worry, I'm going to take a photo next time I see him. Like, and then you will see. And they, then they you just, will know. They just don't know how to take good pictures. They'll just be uploading any old picture to Instagram and I'm just like, what am I to do with this? I can't show this to anybody. It means nothing. Oh, God. It's good hilarious. times. All right. <clears throat> okay so all right mm. so before we started recording we were talking about the fact that i'm like heavy on the edibles right now mm. honestly guys it's the edibles for me it's just it's it's great and you had asked me if i'd had sex high yes i have oh, oh my god sorry guys um tell me more it was just it was phenomenal but i've also found yeah that i like masturbating when i'm high as well everything is so heightened Mm -hmm. and so intense and so when i took an edible not too long ago and i was just like i want to fuck high Mm. and like i felt like i was just so like exaggerated Mm -hmm. so everything felt very good and i i felt like i was so loud but i when i'm high it's very hard for me to distinguish between what i'm actually doing and what i think i'm doing yep. because i i sometimes i become quite paranoid with just how i'm acting okay. and think i'm being really extra or i'm being like very loud or blah blah, blah. is this particular when you're surrounded by others or yeah 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 um and and i've i've also got this thing of me just chatting shit because 
what I've noticed is that when I'm not high, I'm able to filter out the thoughts and I have a lot of random thoughts, like just just mm -hmm. random shit pops in my head, but I know to not say that out loud because yep. people be like, what mm -hmm. are you talking about? But when I'm high, everything mm -hmm. comes out. And so I've definitely had it where I've just said things and I'm just like, oh, that was meant to stay in my head. But I've, I just, I have no filter. Anyway, so when I'm having high sex now, mm -hmm. I'm I'm very like, almost like porn starry, especially like, with my moans, like they're very exaggerated. I was about to like pretend, <laughs> like yeah, like I was actually going to, but I was like, that's a bit weird. But it's it's very like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Which I guess normally I'm quite vocal anyway, but mm. I'm very aware that when I'm high, it's it's, it's very like, oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all good and More everything feels great. Shit, yeah. yeah. But it does feel amazing. I can't even lie. That's lit. With or without somebody there. Because when I was high the other night, um, I used one of my many sex toys. And I was just like, this is lit. <laughs> this is, honestly, it felt so good. Um, mm. Especially in comparison, actually, because I masturbated last night. And isn't that like it wasn't good, but I was yeah. just like. You can, you notice the difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I could feel the difference. And I was like, mm -hmm. damn, I don't want this to become a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, that actually leads to my icebreaker perfectly. Oh, okay, yeah. go on. Which was, um, if I can remember off the top of my head, since actually, oh, I am so sorry about it's okay. that. Um, I love when when people have icebreakers for me. Yeah. <laughs> where was it? Where was it? I should be able to. Okay, yeah. So, uh, with all the sex toys that you own, yeah, how do you sleep at night? wait how do you mean as in like when i tell you that i only own one right okay and i bought it the moment i moved into my new place yeah away from parents and yeah that stuff. um and it was like and like not an addiction but there was a okay. very I'm bad habit you. yeah and i remember hearing correct me if i'm wrong that you own like 20 ish yeah. A, a decent amount yeah, a yeah. decent amount yeah 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 i was like if that was me yeah i wouldn't leave the house i literally would not leave the house you know what i do i hide my toy like it's a galaxy bar <laughs> and i'm trying to be healthy <laughs> i am not joking i will literally like, hide no, it in no, different no, parts no, of my room i'll hide it a different yeah because like because sometimes i'm just like for me <sighs> maybe it's just a me thing but like <laughs> I like get worried about using it too much because yeah. of the stigma around it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Whether that's science or not, I haven't done the research, so I don't know. Yeah. But just based on stigma, I'm like, oh, maybe you shouldn't use it too much. But then there'll be times where I feel most sexiest, sexiest sorry, when I come out of the shower. Mm. There's something about being clean and then like, I have a really big mirror and just kind of look at myself as I'm putting lotion on. I'm just Ooh, like, this yes. is a good time. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? And so I often get it out then. So it's like in the middle, like or in the morning or the middle of the day. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh no, but it's like, if there is a hookup, we've planned to see someone, I kind of get a bit worried about using it beforehand. beforehand yeah. In case I don't have an orgasm when I'm with him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I'm not saying that doesn't stop me. Yeah. I'm not saying that doesn't stop yeah. me at all. 
But at the same time, like, and if anything, I'll just incorporate it in. And yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. win-win for everyone. Yeah. But I like, I just thought, like, I remember when I first heard how many you had, and I was like, Jesus, I literally wouldn't leave the house. Because I yeah. know how I was when I first had one. Yeah. And like, I have a lot of my friends around me don't have one. Or they might have tried something small, yeah, like, yeah, just like yeah. vibrate, and they understand the power of that. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, man, there's nah, way there's, there's so more. much out there. <laughs> so I think the moment there's me, some suction coming involved, nah, <laughs> all of this stuff. So ball game. I okay. So firstly, I definitely need to do a recount just because I've been sent a couple of toys like it in the past couple of weeks. So I I don't know how many I'm on right now. But I, I think it's quite an, an interesting one for me because I think when I was first getting sent toys or even when I first got like my first toy, I was using it all the time. Yeah. All the time. But now I think because I've got such a choice, sometimes I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like I can go like <clears throat> a period of time without picking up a, a single toy and then i have times like to be fair last night when mm. i'll try to use like two at, at the same time so i'm like oh like i wonder yeah. how it feels if i use this one and yep. this one um but i think what could possibly be happening with me because i was actually thinking about this a couple of days ago yeah. is that because i'm being sent toys to review sometimes mm-hmm. it almost feels like a chore mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so it it's it isn't just because like I'm horny and I want to get off or mm. I want to try a, a, a toy yeah, with another person. There's like a deadline in place. Yeah, I'm just like, all right. To have yeah, literally. See how you feel about it I'm then... like, okay, this brand have sent me this and they want me to do like like a a review by here. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not always in the mood. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I mean. Do they all, ma- do you feel like, so um i've owned three in total but mm-hmm. now i currently have one mm-hmm. um and the latest one that i got was actually i found it because i saw a review on twitter and mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw about it i think maybe like a year or year or two ago there was this girl that had the fattest amazon review about this particular sex toy yeah and it had nineteen thousand people say they found it helpful mad like absolutely mad okay. I, don't know, I don't know if we're allowed to shout names on here brand names or whatever but there was a particular yeah i'll tell you after yeah there was a particular brand name um and just from that review i was like yeah i'm gonna buy it really? i want to know what it does and see i th- it was flying from the states <laughs> that's all i'm gonna oh, say oh shit is it yeah oh, I, okay. I, I paid the extra <laughs> but it was like for me, even though it was so, like for me, at least at the time, I was like, that's so expensive to sp- spend on a sex toy, do you mm. know what I mean? But it was worth every single penny. Pen- yeah. From your opinion, obviously without naming any names, yeah. do you feel like they match, like in gen- generally, do you feel like they match the price point that they, they sell it for? Um. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um. That's good then. I do think some are like crazy expensive. Um, I saw one for like two bill. Yeah. I don't. I'll, yeah. I, yeah. 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 I no, have to pause for a second. T- to be fair, I, like, I wow. think one of the, of the toys that I've been sent p- probably cost that. Wow. And at the time, I was just like, would I have spent that much money on it? But then mm. I use it and I was just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would have. But like, 
toys are expensive but i think what i've found is that the higher quality ones mm. last longer mm. so it's yes, kind of like I completely agree. yeah so it's kind of like an investment into you an investment yes. into your orgasms Which everyone needs to do yeah um do. but that isn't to say that ch- uh cheaper toys don't give you that same kind of pleasure yeah. it could just be a thing where what they can do is a bit more limited. Mm-hmm. So like some toys can come with like three different settings yeah. and like six vibration patterns. Mm. And then others would be like, we have 12 um, patterns and yep. this many there and the suction and yeah. Yep. So obviously if it offers more, then you, you, you're obviously paying for that. Yeah. Um, There's a give and take and low, I think as well that people like often forget is like, very much depends on the mood that you're in when you're using yeah. the toy. If you're just trying to get it out because of anger or like frustration, whatever, rather than feeling horny because yeah. you just, I don't know, for whatever, whatever gets yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone knows the different orgasms that they have in yeah, different absolutely. times of the day, different absolutely. times of the week, different times of the month. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I can... Um, it's good to know that you have self-control though because I would... Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling no, you No, I do. No, no, no. Um, But I think... In terms of different types of toys, so like for instance, there's there's times where like I proper want to take my time with it, mm. then I'll use like a certain toy because I'm like yeah, like I want to make love to me almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm gonna burp from this wine. Does that involve a lot of edging as well? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I've only or, recently learned about it. Is it like with edging? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Or if I just kind of want to like literally knock it out because I'm tired or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm frustrated or yep. whatever, I literally put it up to like the maximum setting and I just firm it. <laughs> and then I'm like, <sighs> and I'm like okay, <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. That's so mm. what did I have down here? So I kind of <clears throat> wanted to talk about misconceptions mm-hmm. um, that people have. Um, I was thinking about the m- misconceptions that people can have of me as okay. a sex podcaster okay um because i think one of the ones that people tend to think is that like i was gonna say that i get a lot of sex that's kind of true because mm. i do but i th- i think sometimes people think that i'm just like thotting around mm. um which isn't always the case like honestly i have times where i just have like like a dry spell or i'm just not on it yeah um yeah so that was something i was thinking about and then i thought i would ask you like of um any misconceptions that you think maybe men have of women when it comes to sex okay i have to think about that for a second yeah so like to give you an example um again just from my experience sometimes i think that some men because i'm not saying all of you um i think that some men kind of feel like even if you just kind of like brush past the clip she'll be like on it instantly (laughs) and so we'll kind of spend like three minutes on the clip i'm like okay cool she's oh my god this game of tennis i that's the one thing i hate sorry to just no go on to jump in but the the game of tennis of like I'll spend, and I just want to quickly apply that I, this is for both yeah. genders and all genders, where you only spend it five minutes on you, the five yeah. minutes on me, the five minutes on you. Okay, now we're fucking, and like this back and forth, like yeah. I've been told before, like it's your turn. 
bro, the way that it's your turn. Yeah, ugly, super ugly. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, that didn't end well. Yeah. Um, so I was unfortunate that I couldn't get out of that situation. But I remember like first hearing it and be like, "Who the fuck do you think I am?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, definitely that misconception in regards to. As long as I do this, this, and this. Yeah, and then this like order. she's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what like um rules they have in their head whether they think a figure of eight is enough or like with their tongue or some <laughs> shit and like yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. But every girl is different, man. Every that's that's the thing. Different. Like I like I used to um sleep with this guy who felt like he just had to like rub my nipples mm. like like a couple times and then I'd be on it. But I, I genuinely didn't enjoy the way that he did it. And at the time, I don't think, I, well, like I definitely wasn't as forthcoming yeah. or as vocal as what I am now. Yeah. Um, So I would just kind of like sit there and be like, this is doing nothing for me. Like, nothing. But he's having a great time yeah. thinking that like, yeah, let me spend like th- three minutes mm-hmm. per nipple. And then she's going to be good for the sex. And also he was um, someone that didn't give head. Oh, I remember like young Mel never used to say that she would. I, I, I never said that I would ever get head from a guy. Yeah. I would never have a guy go down on me. Really? It was such a, like a strong belief when I was a kid. I was like, no, no, no. That's disgusting. See, I now, was. Now it's a it's it's a criteria. It's honestly it's it's a, it's, it's a, a minimum minimum. I can't say that word. Minimum minimum yeah. standard. It's 100%. absolutely a criteria because I'm just like I know how much I enjoy that. Do you want to know something bad? Go on. <laughs> I remember I was talking to this guy once and like he <laughs> he was really eager. Like he really really wanted to hook up and stuff. And he was a very sweet guy. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go down on women. And I was like, listen, I need you to go. Yeah. Go out into the field, go get some experience, and then come back. And then come back to me. <laughs> because I'm not going to be the first one. No. <laughs> I refuse. I'm not your I test. No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? No way. Yeah, like I, I had to say it. I had to put my foot on that one because I was yeah. just like, listen, I know what I like. Yeah. I'm sure you have a certain expectation of what you would like as mm-hmm. well. So cool. Like, so even when it comes to you knowing what you like, like like how did you figure that out? Because I'm I'm very much like you know, women have to know how to please themselves. But I don't think yeah. I, I've ever said like how or asked anyone like how did you actually go about finding out how you like to be pleased? Um, I think it was like most things, which is trial and error. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I don't want to say taking advantage. That's 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 not the right word at all. But like definitely honing in on like certain. When you realize that certain people have certain kinks, yeah, and you realize you can definitely explore your dominance um, in role play and whatnot. Where whereas normally you're a submissive person, yeah. With this particular person, that like you can really try that and see how it works with whether you like it, whether you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know that in other relationships, they prefer that you don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Or you have your you have a whole different type of vibe that you might yeah. like. With a, just again, like different guys like different things mm-hmm. and like your relationships with them are different. So I would know that like um, there was 
one guy that I was talking to um, purely online. Um, and he wasn't, he, I don't know if I out myself or not, but yeah, international guy, really okay. cool. And it was just the case of like, yeah, we flirt and like we exchange nudes and stuff like that online. That was also my first time that I tried like FaceTime sex and that okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Which in that moment I was like, if it doesn't work out, like if I, if I don't feel comfortable with it, more importantly, like that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And like, it's not the end. Of, like if you feel like you've embarrassed yourself, basically, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the end of the world mm-hmm. because like this relationship's online and I can cut it whenever, yeah. whenever I feel yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to be embarrassed. I can, like, <laughs> I don't know, I can still walk out of my bedroom feeling confident yeah. in myself, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but like other things as well, like noticing that they are, I, I hope I get the terminology right because I'm not really sure, but noticing that they're a bit of a cuck, I think that's the word. Yeah. Um, and realizing that I can play like, a more dominant role that I've never like done before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me try this. Like, I was actually quite embarrassed the first time. Cause like, it, it, again, it's not normally like me, yeah. especially when you're sleeping with someone or doing any sort of sexual activity, at least for me, like the submissive role is normally someone that I yeah. played. So I was like, that this is like, not my window, but like this, this is a chance that yeah. I can do it and feel the most comfortable. It's the most consensual, like, I mean, all situations need to be, but, do you know what I mean? Um, and like almost just try it out yeah. and see if it works yeah. because I feel most comfortable with this person yeah. to do this particular thing. Yeah. Same with like, you know, if if you're with someone that might be a little bit, I don't know, submissive, you might think that certain types of kinks or forms of eroticism might not be appropriate. Yeah. Like, because they might not like either. So you don't really want to suddenly start trying bondage on them and tying yeah, them up and all real. of that stuff when yeah. they're not going to be comfortable. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it has to be kind of an equal playing field mm-hmm. and knowing that, like, okay, yeah, let's try this. Like, mm-hmm. whether, again, it's going anything from BDSM to, like, even just trying anal or something like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's kind of where I explored my sexuality um i definitely don't think it's from porn mm-hmm. don't actually watch a lot of porn okay um i've like dove dove into like erotic i don't know what it is but it's like erotica like audio like audio porn yes yeah. audio porn yeah. type stuff um because i realized that when i watched porn i actually just wanted to have the volume up like i wanted to hear the moan do you know what i mean and i wanted to hear mm. like the sounds as opposed to watching them as opposed, actually well not see if i was to watch there's only one scene for yeah. me and that's a like that's a tongue on a pussy yeah that's like my kind of okay niche yeah i whatever think the word so is. that's the part the for same, me yeah. if i can hear it like you can hear sound like sounds of it as well as like it's just it's very different this type of like this audio porn like it's very um like descriptive but they it's actually a lot better than you think yeah because it's not like they're recording this for audio so they're going to be extra descriptive yeah. they're going to like make sure that it, like there's this almost asmr type yeah vibe yeah it's yeah, like yeah, proper yeah. in your ear when you're listening to it especially if you've got headphones on <laughs> um yeah and it's like it's a sick time Mm, um, I've I've definitely I've so. listened to audio porn before. Yeah. Um and I do enjoy it because 
because you can't see anything you're you're definitely having to use your imagination more of mm-hmm. like what the quote-unquote characters look mm-hmm. like how things are, are, are yeah. playing out and it is definitely a turn on yeah um, your mind can go anywhere yeah literally yeah. literally and again i'm like you in terms of when it comes to porn there's always like a certain scene for me which will yeah. like turn me on so much yeah. which is usually a girl on girl okay but like I love watching girls be like fingered. Mm. Like it. Did you watch um, Young Mars? I actually watched it last night. <laughs> Again. <sighs> Even after I came, I just watched it. I was like, "This is a it's, film to me, man." It's it's so, so pleasing to good. watch. It's, it's so, so beautiful. Good for anyone that hasn't seen it. It's called The Gift. Um, and there it's that that final scene with the two girls yeah. which is probably like the longest scene yeah. in in yeah, the whole i'm gonna call it a film it's yeah, artwork no, it's, definitely. it's, it's just <laughs> and that's actually what i like fast forwarded to mm-hmm. yesterday and i did have like um uh a period of time where i was just watching it like, I, I wasn't touching myself i was just watching yeah. it. it's like th- this that's is the just... only porn star the girl that was in that's the only porn star that i know i swear to god <sighs> she's just wait the one with the short hair honey gold yeah Mm-hmm. She's so Shout out, Sunny God! Oh my <laughs> God! Like she, like I don't know how she does it, mm-hmm. but she just finds a way to just draw you in. Yeah, hundred percent. Like just into her. Mm-hmm. Like when oh my God, <laughs> when she is fucking the the other girl mm-hmm. with the strap. Yep. Yo. <laughs> Even on, and I've seen it before, like a couple of times. But even mm. again, watching it last night, I was just like. She's so buff. Yeah. <laughs> like just everything about her and like her tattoos as well. Mm-hmm. Just her her whole look. Her energy. Her, her whole energy. energy man. Her whole it's vibe. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Ooh, guys, yeah. if if you haven't seen it, honestly, watch the gift. <laughs> it's like to me, that is kind of how I wish all porn would be like. Mm-hmm. Um because you know, A, it's like consensual because mm-hmm. it's an entire production and you can just tell that it was directed and scripted yeah. and filmed for the pleasure of women yeah 100 percent. it's so good 100 percent. even the first scene the yeah first scene the counter, mm, it's a very good it's scene. so good so for anyone that hasn't seen it I'll, I'll just give like a very quick breakdown without ruining it too much yeah. so so basically it's set in this like massive house and there's just basically women fucking everywhere. Yeah. Like in different rooms, in the pool, again. Yeah, like in different rooms, in the pool, inside, outside, just everywhere. And it's just, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. It really is a good time. Um, I was thinking about other misconceptions. Oh yeah, go ahead. that men might have um towards women um and i think i think it's an obvious one in a way is how like the the misconception that like women are always prepared Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. in the sense of like okay cool we're, we're fucking bareback i'm gonna and if 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 there's no like communication, then that means like she's gonna sort her like sh- she must have contraception. Yeah. She must have this. She must yeah, have that. Yeah. Like, or she knows where to go. 
Okay, so imagine like the responsibility is, on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's just one that like instantly came to my head. We don't have to talk about it too much. But no, so like I've yeah. I've definitely had it before where I've fucked a guy. Mm. He's come inside me. Yep. And then he's like, you're on the pill, right? And I'm just like, bro. Bro, me, we've, me and we've you both, done, I'm just done. You now. We've <laughs> done it. And you just, just yeah, like, only now you do- that is, mm-hmm. is like the biggest example of like post-nut clarity. Oh God. Because Don't. it's like, they get into it. Yeah. And they're not thinking about anything but that nut yeah. and having sex and cool. That's fine. That's great. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. And then it's only afterwards that, that they're like, oh, bro, like, are you on the pill? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, of course I yeah, am. I like, because I'm, I will make sure that I'm good because yeah. I know what I do and what I don't want. Yeah. But I do feel like it should always be a conversation beforehand, 100%. especially if you're going to go into something new and you've kind of made that decision to go bareback. Like even, even with guys that I've had like casual sex with, we will always start with condoms. So I'm just like, let's just see how yeah. it goes yeah. and then if it becomes like a regular thing i'll be like look i don't mind going bare with you but i, I need us to both go to the clinic to mm-hmm. both get results and to share those results um and i don't think women should feel any way asking mm-hmm. for that and i think men should be asking that as well I'm like done. everyone should just be making sure that everyone's good yeah. and don't ever let anyone say oh but i can't share the results with you you absolutely can like the services allow you to do that mm. where you can give the other person's number yeah. and then they text and say blah 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 yeah. has been tested for whatever whatever yeah. whatever and these are the results and that's what i've always asked for like yeah. i'm like go clinic and sh- show me that shit mm-hmm. i agree um i find it pretty sad like that i remember one occasion that honestly i feel like I, the reason that i liked this particular guy more than anyone else is because we had that talk yeah beforehand. we had the talk about when was the last time that we've been tested? Like, are we both comfortable? Am I on anything? Um, do we want to use a condom? Even a safe word, man. Yeah. Safe words don't get... Mm. Yeah. And like, just because of that, like, you heard me say it, it takes less than 30 seconds. Yeah. It takes a minute at most. Literally. Like, then we can, you can still go in. This is what yeah. I think everyone thinks is that it's going to ruin the mood. Yeah. You can still get in as freaky as you fucking Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Do it. As long as, like, but the fact that we have agreed on a safe word beforehand, we know like where we stand. Yeah. How like it's instantly I liked him more. Yeah. Because of, like, not just, but a mm. lot of it was to do with that. And it's crazy how like, that's a, that's an expectation though. They should be there. Like you know what I mean? that's just how things yeah. should be, and and I think it it kind of sh- shows like an element of care, mm-hmm. like into that person as yeah. well. Like even if you are constantly just kind of checking in during the sex without quote unquote ruining the moment, but but just being like oh like like are you good with this blah 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 things like that it is still so important and Mm. i think for me when i've had guys that have been very i guess hyper aware of me i'm just like okay you know what like you actually care about my pleasure as well like this isn't solely focused on you it's both of us having a great fucking time Mm. knowing that we're both protected we're enjoying it and then even afterwards if we can have a lovely conversation about it as well yeah that's great i love reviews Reviews are the best fucking thing in the world i swear to god i love them (laughs) i'm very much like 
So so let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> what did you like? What what can I do better? Like, just just tell me, and then mm. I will tell you the exact same. And like, yeah. even if you can just kind of like almost banter with that person, yeah. it's so mm-hmm. nice. It's so. As opposed to kind of like... And most of the time, we'll probably be going again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because there's already, like, there's already such a good vibe uh, going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Like, you've just told me, like, what you want me to do more of yeah. in a particular spot. Okay, cool, yeah. I'm going there. Like, let's go. Yeah, because I'm competitive. <laughs> do you know? So as soon as, like, a guy's just like, yeah, like, I like this, but, like, I kind of would have liked if you had paid more attention yeah, to my balls. Yeah. I'm like, is it? I said, I bet. All right, watch. Watch, watch. Yeah? <laughs> balls? Cool, cool. I got you. Like, so, and and again, it, it just adds, like, it just adds more fun mm-hmm. to the sex. Yeah. Because you both know that you're actually listening to each other yeah. verbally and non-verbally knowing what each other wants as opposed to, which I've done before, mm. where I've kind of, like, had sex with shit and I've just kind of left there like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. I didn't even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything that really pleased mm-hmm. me. And then he will like message on an ego thing like, yeah, so like, when are you going again? And I'm just like, we're not. <laughs> we're not. But then I, I always think in hindsight, yeah. I do wish that I had been like a lot more open mm. with people that I'd, I'd had sex with in the past. But I know that that's mm. just like a growth thing, yeah. which I think we all go through. Cause yeah. like, when you're young, your your perception of sex is very different to when mm-hmm. you're like a lot older and you actually know that you can kind of take charge yep. and ownership of your own pleasure, even mm-hmm. if you're having sex with another person. But um, no, I agree. yeah, that just comes with growth. Yeah, growth I know that good. over COVID, I like, when like house party was a thing and all of that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, for, that was really a thing, you know? know. Shit. Know. It was, it was what a time. But I remember I was getting a... Um, I got like a friend request from someone that I dated like years ago. Yeah. I was like, mm, what yeah, are you yeah. Doing back here. Um, but I was like, fuck it. Let me say hello. Um, and it's been a good couple of years since we've spoken or anything yeah. like that. But I was like, you know what? I ain't got nothing to lose. We're all chilling at home. So we had a phone call and um, it was the nicest thing to be able to like catch up with someone that you, you wasn't in a relationship. This was something just casual. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're dating for a while and whatnot and you're able to like reflect and be like yes. what was the good things about oh, it I like what was that. like the things that you wished more of etc yeah. etc um and i felt like it was such a healthy discussion it's I so mature as well so good. yeah i felt so good yeah. because even though at the time when it ended i was like this guy's a dick da, yeah da, da, da. I've, I've over that. time i was able to realize yeah. like why he did the things that he did and most of the time it's like you know because he didn't realize better yeah. at, the, yeah. at the moment yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah so well. he, he admit at least in this case like he admitted to me he made a few more mistakes mm-hmm. and now he like he's in a good relationship da, 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 and i was just like lit do you have a good like, setup. like any exes that you would like to have that conversation with um No, because I feel like I've 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 done I haven't been in that many when we say long term I'm talking year plus. Yeah. There's only been a like a small handful and I'm pretty good with all of them. Okay. So like Oh that's good. Yeah. I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not talking to us. I know if all. I were to give a phone call, like it's very, very civil. 
you know, is it? Like that. yeah. So I think I think I'm quite lucky actually. Fuck. Um, yeah, I'm very very lucky. Can't relate. Um, <laughs> casual casual guys, on like uh, you know, yeah, a few times. There's definitely been a few dicks of those. Um, oh, that's really so. Yeah. I'm. I'm I'm opposite. So with guys that I've been casual with, yeah. like I I could probably call them and we could just chat and it's yeah. it's it's cool. But like actual ex partners, mm. zero communication, zero, zero. Which I think to spin the question on you, then do you wish that you could have that kind of healthy review chat, if you will? Um. Yeah. 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 I do just because. Um, I think when a relationship ends, it's always easy to to be like, well, that that was on them because I know that I was this kind mm-hmm. of girlfriend and I did da 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 da. So I think it it kind of would be good to have an ex partner that can speak objectively mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, you know, I think this is why things broke down between mm-hmm. us, and I didn't quite like it when you was doing da 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 da. And that I can just kind of take that on the chin and be like, okay, cool, fair. Um, but I think a lot of the time when relationships end, the ego is so mm-hmm. bruised yeah. and battered that you just yeah. kind of go into like defense mode. You're like, fuck you then. And that's often my go-to. Like, even if I'm like dating someone and they, they do something that I'm not fond of, I'm like, cool, fuck you, I'm done, whatever, cool, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm out. Yep. I'm out, which I know is not the the healthiest thing to do, but I I find that that's just been like how I protect myself from yeah. being hurt further. Mm-hmm. But I do think that with a couple of exes, I think it would be good to have that that conversation. Mm. I don't know whether they would want to. That's the thing. Yeah. So I I think you don't know if they're gonna match your energy. Yeah. In I, sense I think of there's to progress. There's two in particular that would probably just tell me to do one. Yeah. And we were like, nah, to do it. I ain't trying to you. And I, I know I can say with my chest that, that that's because I probably hurt them more than they hurt me. Okay. Um, but then they might have grown. Mm-hmm. But I would absolutely accept if they were like, JJ, fuck off. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Because, um, like, I, I don't know if I've said this on the pod. And this is gonna sound very, very awful, but I've 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 talked through it with myself, so I'm I'm okay to kind of say it openly. Mm. But like I had a period of time where every guy that I had been with, I had in some way made them cry. Oh shit. Yeah, right? Damn. Right? Okay. And when it first happened, I was just like, Why is this guy crying? What? what the hell and I think I also kind of played into that whole thing of like men don't cry they don't show their emotions blah blah so I think on my part that definitely wasn't the best thing for them because I was like man up man what are you crying for <laughs> I was a dickhead man um, but I was like why the fuck are you crying like da, da. yeah and then I was like okay cool then that ended and then I got into like another relationship and then when I was trying to end that he just literally and he was like a big like physically a big mm-hmm. guy he was yeah. like an american footballer nice. and um we had gone out to eat but i knew that we were going out because i had the intention to end this relationship i was like i'm not leaving here today without saying this isn't working i don't want to be but wait, you. you're gonna end it at dinner <laughs> what's <I> meant to- <laughs> 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 well like not at, at okay 
We'd gone out for lunch. All right. But yeah, still like over food. And I was just like, how the fuck am I going to tell him? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I just remember us being in this like pub type thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm not happy <laughs> in this. I don't want to be with you anymore. And he just started crying. At the table. At the table. In the rest, in the, in public. And I was just like, fuck. And I was like, Georgette, like what, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you making these men? Honestly, I felt awful because I was just like, wow, like what is it? But again, in hindsight, I think it's Mm. it's a thing where, because of how I was, because I I don't think I'm, I'm like this now, but I don't think I fully like, deeped how much these guys cared for me and wanted us to like be together so for me once I'm done with something I'm just like I'm done this isn't working yeah Yeah. cool but I just I I definitely didn't take their feelings into consideration so when he cried I was just like nah this is becoming a a thing I was like okay cool and then that ended okay cool fine everyone went their separate ways he definitely hated me it's fine it's course, fine whatever um, but then when, when I then had something with the guy after that and it, it wasn't so much that we had broken up, but I had done something which he really didn't like okay. and we had, oh my God, we had had the most emotional fucking conversation and he just, and he cried Damn. and I was just like, oh, not, not three and three, like, <laughs> What the hell? Um, I think you just must have a banging vagina. I do, honestly. <laughs> you know, I got a great book. Because are normally, mm, that's yeah. a rare thing. That's all I'm saying. It's very <laughs> rare. And honestly, I'm such a cool babe. So I'm just like, they must have really, really loved me. Mm. <sighs> but yeah, so that was a complete tangent. I don't even know how we even got there. <laughs> Um, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. And I think the wine might be hitting as well. I don't really know what's going on. Okay, so I did, as we kind of touched on yesterday when we were talking, wanted mm. to talk about mental health yes, and sex and dating and mm. kind of get your personal experiences. And I can give a, a bit of, of mine. Like, I don't mind talking about my mm. mental health at all. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you take the floor yeah take the floor (laughs) um okay cool i want to start off by saying that there's probably gonna be a trigger warning warning. yeah Yeah. okay i'm not sure what of yet. that's fine and also i guess important that like um it's very frustrating that like people have to say this but this obviously is my experience and my opinion i'm not representing a community of people for sure um but yeah so in regards to me and my mental health I guess I kind of just had a tough road um, growing up and to put bluntly, I guess, um, because of a number of different factors, I was in a psychiatric unit mm-hmm. when I was 16 for three months. Um, and it was a shit time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be straight up. It was a real, real shit time. Um, I want to say that I have scars all across my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, most of them happened while I was in there, which is the most jarring thing because obviously you're meant to be protected, protected from yeah. any sorts of harm, et cetera, et cetera. But um, 
yeah that definitely wasn't the case um so when it came to afterwards um this was i yes i was 16 so i was in year 11 um i got out of a relationship maybe a year six months eight months ten months something prior yeah um and this was the first time that i was like single for for quite a while at that point um and it was a fucking scary experience i'm Mm. not gonna lie even just coming back into like mainstream school and like normality and all of that kind of stuff um especially in secondary school where you know people gossip people stare you yeah. know everything that happens is the biggest thing as a kid yeah yeah in that moment yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what i mean um lucky enough i had a great group of friends mm-hmm. that were able to help me progress and kind of be on the road of recovery um because to say the least i don't feel like they should have um what's the word let let me go like uh release me basically from the psychiatric unit when they did okay. i didn't feel like i was ready at all um but i was thankful enough that again with good friends good family members etc cetera, etc cetera, i was able to to progress but definitely took a toll on dating yeah definitely took a toll on dating which i don't feel like people talk about a lot um and this is like all i feel like this is all um on the whole spectrum of mental health do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um in the sense of i have a very distinct memory of me being 17 just starting college so in my head oh my god there's a whole new group of people yeah all of these people have never seen my arms for yeah. example that obviously feel the scars and like um i remember going on a date of the most <laughs> very very good looking man um and my rule ever since then to this day is that like on the first date, I'm always wearing long sleeve. Okay. Um, and it's kind of weird because definitely at that time I was trying to hide, you know, a girl that went through a lot of trauma and, but is doing incredibly what? well. Yeah. Um, but even now, so many years later, um, I still follow by that rule just for the benefit of like of no judgment before you know you actually get to know me yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah. which really sucks because i'm always flustered i'm like i never (laughs) i'm literally you saw me i take my jacket off the moment i can um so like it's difficult but um it's just a rule that i stand by because it's hard and difficult to be able to explain it to guys especially on the first day especially if you're over drinks or whatever whatever um what do your scars mean yeah. and that sort of thing and without it having to be a sob story yeah yeah, it's not, yeah like it doesn't have to be do you know what i mean it mm-hmm. really really doesn't have to be um but yeah i remember doing that um when i was 17 my first date um and i specifically remember saying on our second date i don't think you should date me because i just didn't feel even though that i was on this progressive course and i was doing really really well just there was something about that like within me and my insecurities was like you can't get into a normal like relationship again Mm. even though you once was you know things have changed now do you know what i mean and i distinctly remember saying that thankfully we were in a relationship for two years i think like absolutely great yeah um however when it came to the end of the two years um some of the reasonings should i say 
um, for him breaking up with me on my birthday weekend. Let me just add, just out of spite. Oh, Jesus. I was so vexed. I was so vexed. I was like, wow. <laughs> but he said it was because of my mental health, right? And at that point, I promise you, I could have never been so good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In, in that stage of life, I was doing so well. We were so happy. Like, there was very serious talks about us two and the progr- like the state of our relationship mm-hmm. and where it was going to potentially go to um that was all looking positive as hell yeah so this almost felt like an, like excuse. an excuse yeah like an excuse and it's like the most saddest thing because i was just like i remember telling you on our second date yeah that like that i felt like this is a big thing that we shouldn't date but we've had the most like best two years and it's been really really successful yeah. and great um but this is now being thrown back. Now, whether whether that's the case or not, I'm I can't defend another person's side. But definitely for me, I was just like, well, if this guy, like someone that this mm. in my head, one of the most um important, serious relationships that I've had, I was like, if this guy doesn't believe in me, then how the fuck am I gonna yeah, you know, do my thing and carry on <laughs> in and, and believe in myself that like my mental health is not steering, deterring me away from from happiness in the sense of dating and having that type of, um, that type of thing. Um, Luckily, I didn't let my mental health win because I was like, no, (laughs) there's some traveling, there's some, all this stuff. And yeah, it was really, really good. Um, And this is the thing, it wasn't even in a bad state at that point, but I was like, I'm not gonna let someone's perception of me um because of something that happened something unfortunate that happened to me when yeah. i was younger um dictate how things go um but the reason that like i remember messaging yesterday yesterday about it is because i feel like again um the way that it affects dating is so hard and difficult because like like I feel like women can't even just be like tired (laughs) like we always have to be ready to go yeah and I say this like from a distinct memory that I have of um casually dating someone and us us arranging a time to um a time to meet and it was like we were meant to meet at like something like midday or something um and I remember in the morning being like, yeah, cool. You can come over to mine, et cetera, et cetera. And then I ate two, two, <laughs> two cheese grilled, no wait, grilled cheese yeah. sandwiches, right? And I just felt full, yeah, right? And you know, when you have those food comas, you don't feel very pretty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that like, th- that in itself can start make you feel a little bit insecure. Or maybe you start becoming nervous. Yeah. If you, again, for someone that has a history of like mental health issues and anxiety is like I said earlier, like it's not my friend that heightens it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, From just yeah, a simple yeah. food coma to being like to the, to the other extreme of like, I'm not going to be able to, this sounds really, really dark, but like give him what he wants. Yeah. Which we know the argument to that statement alone, but like, I also know that I'm going to be sitting here wishing that the like, because again, we were meeting at midday, you know, wish that it was dark, that we were underneath the covers, yeah. that we knew that it was, that's not going to be the type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember having to, rather than actually just admitting 
saying, you know, she's a little bit anxious, et cetera, et cetera. I had to give like another excuse and just say like, oh, like something came up, plans came up, whatever, mm. whatever. And I can't meet. And the way that like I got grilled for it, like it was so bad, so much so to the point that like, he was saying, oh, she's an excuse. very toxic man. Just, yeah. just want to highlight okay. that, but like very toxic man. But that was, got to the point where it was like, oh, you're just trying to like, send me like false dreams or something. I don't even oh. know, some sort of bullshit. And I was like, look, I'm going to be completely honest with yeah. you. I ate. And I felt, <laughs> and I felt, and I felt ugly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I felt really, really ugly. Yeah, and like, and, and honestly, you're a good-looking guy, and I don't want like that's intimidating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like when you feel that way, there's that, there's very little that you can do to kind of come out of that funk. Oh god, 100%. and so even if you 100%. had then like gone ahead with it, you would have just felt uncomfortable. I would have, I wouldn't have had a good time. Hundred yeah. percent. And again, like that's why I wanted to highlight that because I feel like so many women have that mm-hmm. those those kind of moments um where again it's like it's on when i say mental health is on such a spectrum it can like it can go from something like that to become something that's a lot worse yeah um and a lot more negative and you know send you down a particular spiral that you don't want to go down um but i remember having to like i said and missing it and saying you know i, I just felt fucking ugly what yeah. the hell and he still grilled me for it he was like, no, you're like, you're manipulating me or doing some shit. It's like, not even about you. Literally nothing about him. Nothing about him. But I remember in that point, my irrational thoughts, my negative thoughts, you know, my, um, that side of my mental health that I thought I was doing very well yeah. in, not necessarily suppressing, but overcoming. Um, parts of them came out, man. You know, yeah. I had the irrational thoughts and yeah. being like, well, if he thinks you're ugly and this is then, like a really yeah. attractive man that you think is like God's fucking gift, which definitely isn't. But in that moment, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he must be right, et cetera, et cetera. And next thing you know, you're in a bit of a slump for a few days. Yeah. You don't feel 100%. Yeah. The things that don't even, like when it comes trying to get back into dating, um, like it can make you feel as someone that has has suffered with these issues it can make you feel like i'll be looking at someone and think you know what like the rational side of me would be like don't match with them don't go mm. up to that person in the bar that you see like right now or just don't interact with another man because you're clearly too much trouble Fucking hell. which is disgusting and i know very well like sitting here being like I'm, I'm not an issue like, yeah. do you know I'm what fine. I mean yeah. I very much am fully aware that that's coming from an irrational side yeah. but when you have experiences like that and I just want to highlight there are more but like that would just go too long but like there's been a few men basically that have used the excuse of my mental health as a way to get out I guess that's in really some true. way which is really really upsetting because yeah. like and again this is bearing in mind these people I've like spoken to afterwards and they were like yeah that was a dick move so like do you it's, know what I mean? And it's and it's a it's a really really sticky one because then I am left with uh, I don't know just kind of an assumption that like I need to I need to f- fix myself as if I'm broken. Does that make sense? And as and it's really upsetting because as far as I'm aware, you're not broken. Yeah, do you know what I mean? No, no. Um, like I think it's it's a tricky one because it's like 
how can I uh, word this now? It's like by by being forthcoming mm. with someone that you're dating and, and saying, look, mm. I do have, or I can struggle sometimes mm. with my mental health. And when I do, it looks like this. Yeah. And I might have days where like, a good couple of days where mm. I'm not very responsive yeah. or I kind of like retreat and I don't want to chat to anyone, things like mm. that. You kind of give someone that quote unquote warning yeah. so they can decide whether it's something that they want to take on or not. Mm-hmm. Because 100%. it's, I understand that it isn't something that everyone can deal with. And I'm not faulting anybody for that yeah. at, at all. The only time where I would kind of fault someone is if they're being a dick about it. Um, it's, it isn't something that people should feel like they are obligated to have to deal with because yeah. I get it from someone that has suffered with my mental health. It can be a lot. Mm. Um, but I think it's it's about just being able to have those very open uh, conversations. Like, yeah. I, I don't think there's any nice way to say, okay, look, you know what? I don't want to date you anymore because your mental health is too much for me. Mm. Like, there's... there's There definitely is. Yeah, like, there's, there's yeah. no nice way to say that. Yeah. But... And I wanted to... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, um, but I just think that that is just... That's the the actuality of Mm. it that not everybody can deal with that but i think it it is just about how you you manage that Mm. um because i think even for me i think probably one of my worst um experiences um i was in a relationship with a guy and i've i've always known that my mental health hasn't been like been a one from mm. like like a young age yeah. um but i remember telling him like so much just about like how i felt like in the past and things i've yeah. done and if i've ever like self-harmed and blah blah mm. blah because i i genuinely felt like okay i can trust this person to kind of tell them this and they're not gonna flip it in a way that is then m- more damaging um but then what he did do which was so shitty Mm. was that when the relationship ended he had a conversation with my dad behind my back and told my dad everything and i was just like wowzers (sighs) and was just basically like georgette's not all right she talks about these kind of things she has these kind of thoughts she's not well blah 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 and i was just like bro and so even that knowing that I can be like that and then thinking okay like if I want to date like another person mm. do I always have to come with like yeah like a warning sign almost do you know what I mean and like almost a trigger warning yeah in a lot of ways yeah and being like oh yeah by the way yep because I think for me my biggest one um is definitely my anxiety mm. um especially my like social anxiety it is so oh bad Thank you for but I've me. just yeah. found a way to just like manage it can you share how please <laughs> <laughs> because i'm telling you the amount of date i think over the last three years i think that that's the one thing that to be honest i, I never um started off having um social anxiety i feel yeah. like over the last three years it's happened yeah honestly i think it's uni stress um yeah. i just came out of that but when i tell you the amount of times i'll be like yeah yeah i'll come i'm coming to, i'm yeah. coming and like i have let go so many 
I can talk men. myself out of something so, so quickly. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, yeah, of course, fine, it's fine. And then maybe mm-hmm. like to the point where I'm actually going to start getting ready. And to be fair, my social anxiety is linked to a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I hate small talk. Okay. Um, And so I often feel like if I'm small talking with someone that I'm on a date with, yeah. I then get all of these really like, negative thoughts like Georgette you're chatting shit he's probably thinking what the fuck is she talking about and mm. then that just goes on and on and on yep. and on and on and then I'm just like I'm gonna stop talking now yep. so then I just end up letting them kind of talk for the entire night yep. and then I, I just think oh, I haven't really put my best foot forward mm-hmm. I don't really feel like they've got to see me as like how I am mm-hmm. um, and another thing is my social media is really small your what so? social media so like I can only interact with someone when I'm out for so long mm-hmm. and then it literally drains and I'm just like, I'm gonna go home. Yeah. So if I'm like out with friends, I'm often the person that just kind of like slips away. Cause I'm just like, You're I can't do this person. anymore. This is too much for me. I need you to go home. Like, like, and I, I generally feel like it drains me and I have to just yeah. recharge. Yeah. So I do that. And then I guess on the other spectrum is I have days where I don't want to chat to anyone. Mm-hmm. And don't chat to no one. Yeah. And I used to do things that like I would just literally turn my phone off for like two days, turn it back on, and I have like people obviously yeah. understandably very worried because like, where yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to get through to you, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of difficult to explain to someone that you're trying to be like serious with. But mm-hmm. you're like, sometimes I just I, I just want to talk to you. And it's nothing on you, like it's not even personal. Okay. It's just sometimes I just need to like cut out yeah. everything. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Um, 100% yeah it's it's a lot and um, I was going to ask so like in terms of your your scars then mm. do you like yeah so like in terms of your scars and sex with somebody new okay how do you then like manage that is it something where you'll kind of give them like <laughs> again like you shouldn't even have to I know, but I know almost like a pre-warning to be like oh by the way <sighs> um <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad no it's fine um so most of the time like uh when you were talking earlier in regards to potentially giving trigger warning and stuff i feel like i haven't I've, I've been thankful enough that i haven't had feel like i have to do that yeah um i feel like the only reason it comes up is because i have scars so there's a you know okay yeah because so many people obviously have their own versions of baggage i feel like i'm just a little bit on fortunate in a way that like you can see mine Mm -hmm. um so because of that it brings it to the surface is Mm -hmm. where i had to start explaining but when it comes to i'm I'm sorry that i'm laughing but like i'm i just be doing what i do (laughs) they don't be noticing oh yeah like because again like for me this is i am nowhere in any way shape or form of like ashamed afraid embarrassed of my scars whatsoever the amount of times i've gone to clubs someone will be asked i am fully down yeah. for a chat because in my eyes i'm educating someone so, yeah absolutely. and I'm, i feel like I, I can always not necessarily make a positive um out of it but definitely not n- not make it a sub story just make it something yeah. that's a little bit educational do you know what i mean i went through something and i'm a lot better yeah. and like but this is like the repercussions of it so like in times when it comes with guys um i won't lie to you i have been with guys that are so slow i've been able to lie about it and be like yeah i just got attacked by like a, a, a fucking cat or something like yeah. that and they genuinely believe it because oh, that's slow. Like i mean 
Okay. They ain't here anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, that, and I like sometimes I even I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I I might say it in that way as a like a as a test to see how comfortable compatible you are of like t- talking about that that yeah. kind of thing. But they'll be like, oh yeah, all right. And I'm just like, this will be the last time I'm seeing yeah. you. And do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I, bro, no, no, really? No, yeah. You but, believe that? <laughs> not for real. But um, luckily, like I, the people that have like clocked on um, and that will notice, mm. Um, again, I feel like I've just been extremely lucky of just having just nice people that are respect- respectful in that way. Yeah. Of not asking you know too many questions or if i want to share i'll share, I mean, share time, like, yeah. i really want to I'm, I'm having a good time with you right now yeah. like don't necessarily need to bring it up um but definitely i feel like the my most amount of fear is again like you said in regards to social anxiety and in regards to so the thing that kill like kills me the most is i get the feeling of a sense of trapped trappedness okay yeah. um so in my head i would not so <laughs> It's so bad because if someone was to invite me to dinner, um, and honestly, this is everyone. This is not just a, a date. But in my head, I'm like, there is a starter main and dessert that I have to like endure and I'm not going to be able to leave. Mm. What if I start panicking there? Even though I'm perfectly fine but, now. Yeah. What if I start panicking there? What if one of my irrational thoughts that might, you know, come in that moment, I cannot leave yeah. because I'm expected to, to be there, especially yeah. on a date yeah i'm also expected to it, it's very weird but it's, there's almost this like performative like expectation of um you know you're the the funny you know male etc etc that you've been portraying yourself online on a dating website on instagram wherever it may be so that's what you, they expect that's of what you, they're yeah, expecting in person and if you're all of a sudden all anxious, that's they'll be like, yeah, who's this? Like, who's this? Yeah, who's this? And it's honestly so terrifying. And I, I've cancelled so many. I'm mm. going to be straight up and honest. Within the last like two years, I've been on one date, and that was very recently. Yeah, that was very recently. And <laughs> the only way that the date worked is if I said if we're going for a walk. Because yeah. in my head, a walk has no destination. Yeah, it has no just, start. It has yeah. no beginning. If I say I want to turn around and go, then then I will. But I, I almost have to create an escape plan in my head. Yeah. In order to have the option to leave if I want to. Yeah. Now, most of the time, I'm lo- like, just like most anxieties, they're gone within 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, you, you end up staying longer, et cetera, et cetera. But it's if, you just can't, like, if you can't think of that in the moment, yeah. you're stressing. Yeah, it's, it's just finding a way, I guess, to like quiet, quiet the mind. Yeah um because yeah. that's always my thing yeah always my thing and i'm just like my thoughts are so loud mm. so even things like so from a young like since i was a kid i scar so easily so mm. like it, like if i catch my arm on i don't know on, on anything whatever touches my skin yeah i scar so easily so even things like my chicken box scars are very mm-hmm. i just about um so I can remember, I think when I was in my early teens and I guess I was becoming more aware of like my body and then dating and then becoming more like aware of sex and thinking about what my friends at the time, what they all looked like, which in my eyes, they were just perfect. And I think maybe I was about 15 or 16. Yeah. And I just recall myself thinking like, 
how am I ever gonna have sex with someone and show them my entire body because I'm covered I'm covered yeah. in scars like they're mm. a lot better now but mm. at the time they were so prominent yeah and I was like no one's ever gonna find that attractive like no one's ever gonna want to like yeah. be with me or date me or be 100%. like 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 I, I was convinced Mm. very stupid but I was convinced that like no one would would be on me mm-hmm. because a I look so different to everybody else and b like they would I don't know undress me and be like why have you got scars what is all this? yeah yeah and then I'm like uh I just I think this is why because it's like there's almost like a stigma that like most forms of self-harm is normally only one and that includes like just being on yeah. the wrist they don't th- like, think about the rest of the body yeah different forms etc yeah, et yeah yeah so seeing that is like baffling. Yeah, and I think also just like things like I've I grew up with this like this image of what a woman's skin looks mm. like, and it's very smooth. It's oh, one tone. Like, I had this one. No place stretch my marks. <laughs> nothing. It's just the inside of my elbow. I'm yeah. like hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's it's perfect. So because I I grew up seeing that, and then I would look in the mirror and see my like reality. Mm. I was just like, this is so far from what I feel like I'm meant to look like. I should have very even skin tone, mm. or even things like I shouldn't have like dark patches yep. on my armpits. Mm-hmm. Like I should I should be one color yep. up and down, and I'm not. <laughs> So just even things like that, but obviously the, the older that I've got, men haven't given a shit. No. If anything, literally. I've been more concerned. 100%. I've been more concerned about like stretch marks and then I'll be with someone that kisses them like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm just like, rah. I agree with you, yeah. It's, it's so, it's just, sometimes it honestly amazes me how I used to think and what my like, mm-hmm. what how things are now yeah and so yeah it's, it's just yeah. i don't know i had um so i had body dysmorphic disorder when i was younger yeah and um went through stages of bulimia and um yeah just extremely severe we're um, actually so the same person i'm not even are we the same person yeah, yeah we're the same person <laughs> um and i remember um i don't have that many photos of me when i was younger but i was probably a size i don't know 10 12 something like that around the ages of 15 or so mm-hmm. and when i tell you like i saw myself 100 percent as like size 20 size same. 20 plus etc etc and like i see some of the photos now that i took and i remember the thought process i had when i took them and they might be me just like sitting down, for example. And I remember the tiniest little bump, the t- like yeah, of like, my stomach or something. Yeah. I remember in that moment, like going to such a deep and dark hole because I was so ashamed of like having this, this yeah. tiny role. Whereas now I'm closer to the size that my dysmorphia was, was like, my dys- the dysmorphia, dysmorphia said I was yeah. going to be. And bro, I'm loving it. Like it's, I'm it's absolutely just, fucking loving it. I have four, like I have two scars on, uh, sorry, um, stretch marks on either side of like my belly button on yeah. the lower part of my belly. And I'm such a fan of them. Yeah, I don't know why it gives them. me this crown vibe, like above oh, my vagina. And I'm just like, yes. yes. I like love this energy. And it's and it, it's just shocking to me because I'm just like, you were such a tiny, innocent girl. And like, 
for whatever reason, you know, the media, you know, wherever you want to yeah. take it, um, made you believe that you weren't but, good enough. But even that, that is, it's so scary because I'm like, what was it that took that innocence from me mm-hmm. as as a I girl? Mean, I'm, a, I'm a sociology student, so oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, what is it that that kind of took that way? I was so unaware that I was a girl mm-hmm. and I was just Georgette. Yeah, like I was literally just yeah. Georgette, and then something happened, or an, an age, mm. or something, and then I was just like, no, what? Well, I'm I'm actually a girl and boys are meant to find me attractive but I'm meant to look like this but I don't look like that and just kind of strips that stripped it away from me for a very long Mm -hmm. time it took me so long to kind of get to a point where I was just like I'm completely comfortable with how I am and I I mean don't get me wrong I still have there are days there are are always days I still have my days 100% I definitely still have them where I might order some clothes try them mm. on and I think they all look shit on me I'm just like oh my god you're, you're such you're you're a whale look at you don't clothes don't fit you're done out here look like I, I go mm-hmm. through that and then I might have like another day where I order something from someone which is a bit more sensible yeah. and it fits perfectly and I'm just like what if you're buying from fast fashion and you're expecting as someone that's on the bigger side that have more curves in order to fit you and then get upset about it it's yeah. like it's almost like you're being self-torturous in, yeah. in that sense. Also, I'll tell you what I hate. I hate- When they say an extra large is only a size 12, 14. I hate- Don't no, get no, me no, started. No. I hate the ASOS size assistant. I really- I didn't ask you to say, <laughs> the size assistant thinks you'd fit. No, bitch. Let me order it. Let me see how it works. See how it fits. And then if I need to return it and order a bigger mm-hmm. size, fine, I will. But mm-hmm. like that, I can't explain how much that, that triggers me. Yeah. Because I'm just like... The labels is hard. It's you're very too hard. loud. Shut yeah. up. Like... Yeah. But that's that's a whole other thing. Yes, um, But I was going to say just in terms of like body dysmorphia, mm. like that's definitely something that I've had from a very young age because I was always just, just bigger than everybody else. Mm. I was taller than everyone else. I've had hips probably since birth <laughs> because it just runs in my family. Um, but Probably it, breasts as well. Developing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I remember when I was in secondary school um, and also I played a lot of sport. So I think I just built a lot of muscle very, yeah. very young because um, I used to do like track and I did shot put and I danced for years. So I just, I was very, very active. And um, I remember, oh, what a memory. It was my, my sports day, I think in year 10, I was a sprinter. So I did 100 meter, 200 meter, we don't race, but you obviously had to wear shorts. Mm-hmm. And I just remember getting up thinking like, yep, yeah, this is my thing, I'm mm-hmm. gonna smash it. Yep. And I walked past someone and they were like, oh my God, she's got um, thunder thighs. Mm-hmm. And it fucked me up. And I was just like, why would they say that? Yeah. Like, I'm a sprinter, like I, but it, oh, honestly, it, it fucked me up massively. Mm-hmm. And I think it probably wasn't until, um i was older and i was watching more of the like olympics and mm-hmm. i would see the like the what the olympic women yeah. especially the black women and yeah. i was just like she looked just like me <laughs> like she's got thighs like yeah so it's just it's yeah. it's a lot and um 
I had a very interesting relationship with food. So like for instance, um, if I knew that I was going out to eat, I, I wouldn't eat for the whole day. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna eat then and I'm yeah. gonna eat loads. Chances are I wasn't gonna eat loads because then yeah. what would then actually happen was because I haven't eaten all day, my stomach is full of air and I can't I'm bloated, actually, yeah. eat. I'm bloated yeah. and I can't actually eat. Mm. So I would do that and I had like a bout of just bulimia of just literally just just purging yeah um and making myself sick because i was like oh my god the calories i can't but i'm yeah. starving yeah um were you um did you notice that you were different in regards to the friendship groups that you had in school or whenever this was happening because at least for me i i went to a school where most the majority almost every all of my friends were a lot smaller than me oh yeah so i felt like the ugly duck yeah 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 same ways, so, yeah. like I felt like, and the friendship group that I I had of the like just, just very pretty s- mm. slim girls, yeah. who, or everyone fancied. Mm. So it's like everyone fancied them, and then there was me. Yeah. And so again, I felt like <laughs> the ugly duckling, or I was like, oh my god, I'm so lucky, to, I'm so lucky to be part <laughs> of this this group. But I I honestly felt like the odd one out because I I didn't look like my friends at all. Mm. Um. Yeah, like it was a, honestly, being a chick is it's is long. hard. It's <laughs> long, but I'm not taking a, away from what men would have experienced during that time as well. Of course. But obviously I'm not a man, so yeah. like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's just, there's just so much. And I think just to kind of bring it all back into sex mm. as well, I think that was probably when, yeah, that was also the time when I felt like my my whole being was for mm. like men. Mm. The male gaze. I was just about to bring this up. Like it was it was all for for them. So it's like mm. the way that I look has to be pleasing to a man. Mm. It it's just it's it's very, very fucked up. No, but I feel like when you are going then I think this is a topic that not a lot of people talk about. Um I feel when you are going through you know periods of grief and and just mental hardship in general i think there is a sense of like almost desperate validation and like almost like potentially like a hyper sexualization of yourself in order to feel something yeah i'm not necessarily like whether it's feeling just the the compliment of from another person be it whatever gender or to wear something that you know that you don't feel like 100 percent in but like you're gonna look Mm -hmm. quite sexy yeah and that's gonna please the person and that's the thing that you're trying to feed off in that moment absolutely is that sense of validation and i feel like i think most importantly we don't even clock that we're doing it yeah do you know what i mean absolutely um and it's almost like, I don't even think you have personally I don't even feel like you have to have a men- mental health issue of any no, kind I, I in think, order to have that I feel yeah. like a, people seek a lot of validation mm-hmm. um, quite often from other people in order to feel good yeah. um, whether you can argue that whether that's right or wrong is a different thing but like I, I know for a fact when I felt shit um, in myself I'm almost there has definitely been times where I would 
perceive myself as this extremely confident this extremely yeah. s- like sexual being and i'm not denying that i'm not definitely am <laughs> i definitely am definitely am but i feel like in a way because i know that um it's going to get me somewhere that yeah. i want yeah no um, like I, i've i've definitely done the same it's it's quite interesting actually because for the most part i'm always in like oversized clothes always i'd say that i look like a b-tech billy eilish <laughs> i'm screaming <laughs> i'm always oversized tees are my thing oversized everything <laughs> i'm always in an oversized jumpsuit oversized yeah. trousers oversized, i mean i don't even really do trousers but mm. like oversized jeans oversized yeah. like everything yeah. so then when I then go out and I wear something very fitted, mm. I've had people like, raw did you? And I'm just like, where did this come from? I'm like, <laughs> it's always here. I just don't, I, I don't show it. And that's just because like, I'm so up and down in terms yeah. of like my own confidence yeah. in my own body. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like, I'm not, I'm not naive to the body shape that I have. Mm. And so I think there's, there's been times where I've, I've just thought, I don't want a random man to say some shit to me in the street that I don't want to hear. I just want to go from A to B and not be bothered by anyone Mm -hmm. or catcalled or or anything. So I'm going to wear the oversized shit. So you can't see my my waist or my hips or my bum or my tits or anything. So I literally look like a block. I look like a block. But sometimes looking like a block doesn't mean it's a, it's a, like, you can still kind of feel sexy underneath. Yeah. Especially, like, I know sometimes I'll wear, like, an oversized tee, maybe, I don't know, like, some uh, joggers or oversized jeans or something like that. And, like, just no bra. And I can, I can kind of see, like, my, my nipple piercing and peeking. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's okay, cute. That's yeah. That's sexy as that's, fuck, you know. That is sexy. And I swear to God, like, all I want is for someone to tell me that I'm beautiful in, in my oversized tee. That's all I want. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because then I know that you're not looking at, at yeah. I have a face. Yeah. I have a yeah. face. Honestly, like it, it it's Bro. so, it's such a thing. And I think it's probably something that a lot of women deal with anyway. Um, where we're just like, all right, you know what? Let me not wear that. Cause I can't, mm-hmm. I can't deal with the thing because unfortunately, as women, yeah. we can't just walk from A to B no, and not have someone feel like they've got the right to comment on us. Mm-hmm. And it's very fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, That's literally, unfortunately, in like all settings. Yeah. It's every single every setting. Every setting. You go to like, the gym, you go, you walk into the, sh- like you're going just to your corner shop mm-hmm. in shorts because mm-hmm. that's what you're chilling in at yeah. home. And someone's like, rah, I'm just like. I'm sorry, what? I'm like, in. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm in my shorts and my Crocs. Guys, I'm wearing my Crocs <laughs> I was today. Exp- I was waiting for you. Anyone <laughs> that follows me on Insta or Twitter, you will I'm know that. that Crocs are my thing. I'm wearing my white Crocs today in the studio because I said I'm not... This is what she's getting. This is the new lifestyle. This is the new <laughs> lifestyle. I, I, I said it. You know what? Seeing them in person, they, but, look, they look good. Thank they look good. you. They look good. They look good. All of you people in my fucking DMs are urgent, they're awful. Okay, <laughs> give it time. Give it time. But yes, um, yeah, it's it's just, it's it's very shit to have to ex- experience that and I guess to kind of change how you dress because you then don't want to be um, 
the reason why someone talks to you unprovoked. Yep. But it's like, even on the flip side, I know that I guess when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, I would purposely wear things that were extremely fitted because I knew that someone would say something and I did want that validation. Oh, that's what you wanted, yeah. I was like, I, I wanted something like, right, oh, mm. big back. And I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very unnecessary. Um, but yeah, it's it definitely just, made you feel good when everything else, like, it in did. your perspective at that yeah. moment was going to shit. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So, Absolutely. It's just, oh, I don't know. It's unfortunate that that's the way that um, at least our minds are trying to to work yeah but uh, all i can say the good thing is is that as long as you're able to this is like my perspective when it comes to comes to mental health is that i feel like as long as you're able to recognize what is an irrational thought and what you deem as rational i think it's okay if you want to have a tantrum and you know that in that moment it's completely irrational yeah you put yourself in a space that's not surrounded by others so you're not gonna like yeah yeah, piss off bare people around you Mm -hmm. You're gonna do whatever you need to do to let off that steam. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, whether it's run, walk, do scream into a pillow, whatever the option is, yeah. um, and just let it happen. Yeah, you're gonna come to a rational yeah. point of mind, and you're gonna be able to sit, hopefully, eventually, and be like, mm. "Yeah, that was a shit day last no, week." Honestly, it's, it's calm it's because so I'm true. progressing, and like yeah. this is what we're doing. And today, if I want to be dressing in a way to feel something it's the same reason why girls say i'm going back to you know who because mm. i want to feel something do you know what i mean or i just i just want dick because i just want dick i don't yeah. want to think about anything else yeah i just want to be able to have the the beautiful thing that is just yeah. a great orgasm yeah and and with someone that i know that might not be the best overall yeah but you so, know what they can do what they yeah, fucking so i, I think <laughs> even, what they do. even with that i think as as women we mm. know which men that we can par off <laughs> and then text one day and they're like yeah cool like i'll, I'll come like yeah we know which ones <clears throat> will will forever be on us oh even <laughs> even if we we par it do you know what's so bad is that it makes like even you saying that st- statement sorry made me feel for a second it's like oh is that hoish of us to know that yeah. which is so bad because again it's like a it's like a thing that we've yeah, been conditioned like, to feel like, when, like don't get me wrong fuck. it's it's definitely not nice doing that to someone i will say that but it's it's not no but you know it's that, not that, hoish no, it's, it's, it's just, the way that things are yeah it's absolutely the way that things are 100 absolutely um but i think at the same time i'm sure men have that as well where there's that girl that they'll be like yeah i'm busy whatever whatever but then when you actually show her like the tiniest bit of attention yeah she's on it 100 i think that's just how we are as as people i mean i completely agree yeah i just find it i just i just i just thought it was interesting for a second of like how was i looking at that as a negative like yeah yeah and it's just again back to like misconception i say it all the time i i miss I miss the men that I could call randomly and they would just come pick me up. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. I don't have that. I miss that. Like I miss, but I think I had that the most when I was at uni. Mm. I was on my shit when I was in uni. I had everybody do you, in do formation. You, do, you go to, do you message first at any occasion? Approach guys first, sorry, should I say? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I want to. Yeah. Do you have like a one line tip suggestion? Like, 
if I'm out, well, not that we can yeah, really not that go out. Yeah, <laughs> weird world. But um, yeah, if you see, let's just say, hypothetically, you see someone, you think that they're very, very cute. Um, um, see, I'm someone who will, I'll throw out a compliment mm. or I'll be like, oh, I'll just chat to them. Like, hey, how are you? And I think even that some guys can be a bit like they're shocked. What? They're shocked, hundred percent. What's you doing? Like, hey. I do a very similar thing. Yeah, but I normally come with my tactic, if we're gonna call it a tactic, um, is that like I'm almost kind of not expecting anything. Yeah, kind of walking and saying like, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah. I just want to let you know. Yeah, that I think you're super fucking yeah. fine. Yes. Yeah. So like, I will do that. Like, I kind of like let it marinate for a second. Yeah. Okay. So my okay. Right. Here's my tactic. I I'll I need do more that. girls to be doing this. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're the only other girl. I swear to God that I know I that goes up to guys. I will do that. So I'll like go up to like a guy and be like, "You're really good looking," mm. and then I'll just walk away because I think it, it scrambles their head because they're like, "Wait, wait, what, what, what?" And then <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> and they're like, "No, wait, come back." I'm just like. <laughs> and and then yeah and so then what i'll i'll do is just like so if it's like in a bar or in a club i will strategically position myself oh of course so you keep seeing me throughout the night even if i don't come up to you guys again are thinking that that's yeah, yeah. Oh, just keep bumping into no i'm no. watching you <laughs> so i will strategically position myself so we, we just kind of like lock eyes every mm. now and then i have done it before where like i'll be dancing with a guy but the guy that i'm interested with is like across the and i'm wow. staring Look. i'm staring them in their eyes no i love it damn that's some energy yeah that's some energy I got like. I want to try that. Big pussy energy. Big. You know what I was thinking? You give me know. like 510, 511 vibes. You, you know what, right? People say this and all the time. They think I'm, I'm like quite tall. I'm so I'm I'm very short. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very very no, short. No, but I like I love it so much. Like that. Mm. No, it's sick. But sick, I think 100%. even with that, as much as I give people that, I think sometimes I think I'm a lot taller and just yeah yeah than i actually am i don't know i like it though because it definitely tip, hasn't always been here mm. so um 100 like yeah also we are literally out of time are we yeah oh, shit, we've been rambling we've been rap girl we've been, i told you yesterday <laughs> i said we're just gonna chat and we've just i like i hardly looked at my quote-unquote notes because we, <laughs> we were just we're just chatting Damn, it's God. fantastic that's that's sick this is fantastic guys i hope you enjoyed this uh this episode um do you want people to find you or nah um yeah you know what fuck it yes. why not energy um you can catch me on my instagram um i do great stories stories are just my i thing. love your stories <laughs> just story. i, I, <laughs> I love a story time it's <laughs> me but yeah it's melissa carolina underscore so that's m-e-l-i-s-a Carolina spelled K-A-R-O-L-I-N-A underscore. Um, and yeah, Twitter's just for me. So yeah. I'm keeping that private. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's fine. But yeah. She's she's a babe, guys. She's a, a plant <laughs> babe. So she's an artist. She's um, does oh, yeah. amazing art. Um, yeah, she's just an all-round babe. So definitely check her out. Thanks. And 
do I need to give my socials again? Yeah, maybe someone is listening and that is new. So for me, it's just underscore Georgette on Twitter and Instagram and at just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. It's my birthday soon. What? Wait, how many episodes have we got until it's it's my birthday? Because I feel like I'm just going to keep on saying that. You're October, babe, or November? October. Oh, okay. It's so when this episode comes out. I'm a November, babe. Are you? Yeah. Very excited. So when this comes out, it will be two weeks until my birthday. Is that making sense? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you guys will get one other episode prior to my birthday. But yes, it's it's my birthday. Um, sometimes I'm I'm like yes, I'm so excited for it. And then other times, like today, I was just like fuck this shit. I can't be bothered. <laughs> World's upside down. I hate this shit. I'm gonna have a shit birthday. But um, yeah. All right, guys. I'm absolutely rambling. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I'll catch you in two weeks. Bye bye. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I like to play cheek to